At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote what does every grocery store aisle now have in common Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Lombardi Line, Visa, and the Sports Betting Network brought to you by MGM on a weekend as we started up. Hope you had a great week. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the Visa studios here at the South Point. I'm a little concerned as I head out to Jersey this morning because it appears Bermfest is in full force as the summer is upon us. Good morning, Michael. Yes. Good morning, Patrick. Today's a big day. We're going to have uh, we're going to have Summerfest. That's a little different than it's sponsored by Bermfest, but we're going to have a little party in the backyard. Naturally, your man's organizing it. He's got a busy day ahead of him. So yeah, it's it's. Uh, we wish you were here to join us. I wish we really I was. do. It's su- I wish it's was. called Summerfest, but it's uh, every festival is always sponsored by the the originating festival, which is the celebration of Bill Berman's birthday, which is Bermfest. Yeah, and if you're just joining us on Marquee and Nesson and you're confused, so are we. Okay, Berman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just let's just explain. The show is a gambling show, a variety show, and it's more of a hang. We have with, characters, we though. Have, we have yes. characters. We have interesting characters. You know, Neil Simon said that you know when he was writing plays, <laughs> the hardest thing to do was to get to Act Three, and and he didn't realize that you had to make the character the, the play interesting in Act One for people to want to stay for Act Three. Yeah. So we've invented some characters. Yeah, and well certainly put. Berman's interesting enough to get to Act 3. So Bermfest is just part of all the characters, whether it's Will Hill, whether it's Thomas Gable, that appear on the show. And, yeah. and 
Des Moines. No more steam. September 1st, steam is yes. eliminated. Hey, Speaking of steam, there oh, was yes. steam on Atlanta. Yeah. And quickly, just wanted to say, somebody texted me yesterday, I love this Bill Berman, but who is he? I said, well, have you ever heard of, J- <laughs> I said, have you ever heard of James Bond? Get with it. <laughs> okay, so, so yes, last night. Last Even night. his wife doesn't understand how he's got such an important role uh, on the show. I, well, I, think I think it's very important we keep that going. Now, okay, so... This one was, uh, look, I, one thing I wrote down in my notes, it looks like, I'm getting the impression we just had another game seven where a one nothing win for the Lightning at home against the Islanders. That's going to sting for a while for the Islanders. We had a game seven. It stings here for us in Vegas. VGK got knocked out by Montreal. But I, I think we're headed towards a couple of game sevens in the NBA as the Bucks, a 125-91 winner yesterday, obviously covered the eight. That stays under the posted total. We've got a lot to unpack with this game, but I think we could, see two series, Michael, in the East and the West go long here. Yeah, I, I think this. Look, I thought that we, you know, we talked about it all day yesterday on the show. Coach Bud had a had to show us and the players that they could take Trey Young out of the game. Remember, his his prop bet was forty five between points, assists, and yep. rebounds. Yep. What did he end up with? Twenty five for the game. Yeah, he wasn't. So, he, he wasn't. You know, even he went close. well under. Right, and I like the under, but he went well under. No, Michael, he ended up with 20 combined. So, again, rebounds, assists, and and points scored for Trey Young, 45 and a half. He scored, what, he scored 20. If we could add the turnovers, he would have got the 29. (laughs) And so, you know, I mean, he was just turning that ball over in the second quarter like it was his job. But I think a lot of that was the pressure and how they handled him. I mean, the shots he made were once again when he was able to get into the paint and Robin Lopez, or was it Brooke Lopez? I get the, just let me just call him Lopez, Lopez. dropped so far back that, you know, he allowed him to have the floaters. And when they attack him and force him to take some bizarre shots, you know they can get him to miss, and I think that's the that that is truly going to be the method of operation moving forward for the Milwaukee Bucks. And look, Giannis was great. We knew Middleton would bounce back. We thought that would happen. Holiday that second quarter, they just took the game over. Patrick, it was it was over. It was you know they were the Hawks were stuck on forty or forty one forever, and you know Milwaukee took the game over as they should. That was a game that Milwaukee should. And I think going into Atlanta, when Philly went down there, State Farm Arena is a great place, but you can win down there. And and I think they have the recipe to beat them down there. Well, you said they were stuck on, what, 40-41. That's because the Bucks went on a 20-nothing run where, I mean, that was it. They led by 32 at the half, and that was it was over. It was over. It was over. Then they, 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 they got, they won the third quarter, and the game's over. But a lot of those, a lot of that second quarter, Young, of those nine turnovers, I want to say at least six of them happened yep. in the second quarter. You know, he was turning the ball over, and they could never get control of the game. And I think that, that ultimately that's what happened. Yeah, as good as Trey Young was in Game One, he was equally bad. Now you don't, you're not concerned about him because he has the mentality to bounce back. But he had more turnovers than he had buckets in Game Two on a route to 125. 591 for the Bucks. We say good morning to you. Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher. He's Michael Lombardi. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We're talking about a route last night, 125-91 for the Bucks. So I'm I'm curious what you saw here because Young said they didn't defend me differently. It's just more about uh, aggressiveness and pressure, ball pressure. And I thought the rim protection was good. You nailed Lopez. I thought Lopez was good. But all defense for Holiday for good reason. Holiday was tremendous on Young. It's almost like like he got embarrassed by that still shot they kept on showing of him trying to duck the screen and he just got aggressive. 
Yeah, and I thought they did. I thought they mixed it up. I, I really thought Milwaukee played better. They played with more intensity. They were able to get into a flow. I think, you know, with, with Atlanta lures you into this trap of we got to score with them. When, when you defend Atlanta, then you get easy baskets on the other end. I think it's one of the biggest mistakes Philadelphia made in the series. Philly kept trying to add scores on the, in their lineup. And I, and I kept saying, you know, who's going to score when they're on the court when they should have just kept adding defenders? Because when you stop Atlanta, you can get easy baskets witnessed by how many times Giannis got to the rim and you can penetrate and get the ball up the court. And I think that's what Milwaukee has to do. They've got to defend on that other end. You've got to force the game into where Atlanta can't set their defense, they can't utilize, and get away with Trey Young not having to defend anyone. I'm going to ask you to guess – Line three in Atlanta coming up tomorrow night. So don't look before we do. The Bucks, I haven't. The Bucks never trailed in this one. They scored 20 straight, as we talked about, late in the second. They led by at least 30 throughout in the second. If you're taking your handicapping on to game three, understand no starters played in the fourth quarter here. This is not what the NBA wanted for a game two in the Eastern Conference no. Final. We got no starters in game four. And Trey Young shut it down in, in the third with a little over three to go. So he's going to be plenty rested. Yeah, you know, look, Friday night, great game on, you know, sit in front of your TV on a nice summer night and you get, a, and then they laid a huge egg and Milwaukee runs away with it. My sense of this line would be in Milwaukee at seven and a half, I think Milwaukee's going to be a four and a half point favorite yeah. down in the State Farm Arena. You, it's impossible to get closer because some books have four, some books have five. Michael Lombardi said four and a half, so that is the number. You see, we have it listed at five, but we always talk about the importance for those of you just joining the Lombardi line, having the shop, having multiple outs, because you can find a four, you can find a four and a half, you can find a five. So there it is, a reaction right. to the number. 224 and a half is the posted total. Again, we stayed well under the total last night. Yeah, I mean, I think this total, they're going to have to keep shrinking it. I don't see it going over 224. It wasn't even close to the – we had 225 yesterday. We both liked the under yesterday. It didn't even come close to it, right? What was it, 216? Yeah. What was it 216 for the final? Look, I, I think seven-game series are really chess matches. You know, we see game one. We see the adjustment to game one. Now game three is basically you've adjusted, I've adjusted. Now let's see what the next adjustment is. And do you have enough talent to be able to have a third adjustment? Like I never felt like Atlanta adjusted the 76ers out of winning that thing. I think the Sixers made huge mistakes in game five. I think they made huge mistakes in game seven. I really do. I think they made coaching errors. As much as we want to blame Ben Simmons and the lack of conditioning of Joel Embiid and the 16 turnovers, I think this was a universal loss for Philadelphia in the last series. They didn't play chess as well as Atlanta did. Credit Nate McMillan. I think this is a series that you have to be able to adjust to the adjustments. And I think that's what Milwaukee has to do. And they're going to have to come out and show that because this is the game they have to get. They go up 2-1. You know, they go up 2-1 down in Atlanta. They break their spirit. I think they win it 4-1. I think they can close this thing out. And I think they're capable. Just by the way they played defense last night, I think they're capable of it. Getting into the restricted area. Did you see that spin? Giannis starts a spin at the free throw line. Oh. When he, when, when, it's when unbelievable. He's, when he's doing what he's doing. I don't know doing. what traveling is anymore. <laughs> well, I have no, no idea. Stuff. I mean, it's a, is it a Euro step? Is it just he's Giannis and we'll let him? I mean, I have no idea what it is anymore. He made nine of 10 in the restricted area. That's been, he, he just, he did look like he dialed up the intensity a little bit. Now it's, it's interesting with him because 
when he's doing something like that, you're like, well, there's never been a basketball player that does something like, I mean, he's just, he's so long and he can in, in both extremities, right? His legs and his arms. And yeah. once he gets that spin going, it's kind of hard to stop the momentum. Now you got 47 combined from he Giannis and holiday. The important thing from holiday though, is the defense. And again, this was just the intensity was up. The bucks did shoot Michael 52.1 from the field. That's the first time they shot over 50% in the postseason. You take a look at the box, look at the balance. I mean, they go all the way down. I mean, seriously, Connaughton nine, Portis eight, Forbes eight, Teague eight, and then Lopez played well. Middleton. I mean, it's just a really balanced team right last night. Yeah, I, I thought Portis really in the second quarter hits that three from the corner. I think that was huge. I think he played well, got a second, you know, stole the inbounds pass for, and then went up for a, a kind of a conversion. And I, I thought his bench play was was unique. I, you know, Milwaukee wins this game with no problem, and Middleton I thought would play better, and he was two of seven from the three point line in the game. He really didn't make a difference in the game, uh, but he played better and he was able to score. He hit that first three pointer, which I think got his momentum going a little bit. But look, they shot 52% from the floor. They got good looks from the floor. They were able to get any shot they wanted. Giannis's ability to double clutch, it's a little Dr. Jayus, don't you think? Yeah. The way he's much. able to hang in the air, bring it back down, and then take it back up. It's kind of remarkable. He did the, He did the Jordan, too, where he was on one side, and then he brought it to the other hand. He, he's he, Well, he's the back-to-back -back MVP. It's just it comes down to this postseason success. I don't know if Bud, but also you have to give Bud credit if we're going to crush him all the time. I don't know if he made adjustments per se, but the intensity was better. So something was said to yeah. this team, and they played a little differently. Well, they held Atlanta to 35 points through the second and the third quarter is all they got. I mean, you know, you're going to win a lot of games if you can hold the opponent to 35 points in two quarters. You know, and I think that's what they have to do. Look, we talked about it yesterday. The whiteboard in the locker room simply said, the one he borrows from Lilly at AT&T, it says simply this, we have to defend Trey Young. We've got to stop him. We've got to force him. We've got to make him take bad shots. We've got to let him, you know, run to him at the three-point line. A couple of those three-point shots he took, they got, they got fast breaks off of him for dunks. You know, Milwaukee and Philly are alike in the sense that when it gets to become a half-court game for Milwaukee, they're not as comfortable as you might think they would be. I know they have Giannis, and I know he's great, but there's times where their offense looks stagnant. They don't pass the ball. You know, they don't get you know don't get many assists. Last night they had 29 assists. You know, when they play that defense where they can get out on the break and yep. really make it a loose game, they're they're hard to play. And I think that's what they did last night. They had 14 steals in the game. They had 14 steals in the game. Three block shots. You know, that leads into 29, 29 assists. That's how you beat this team. Turnovers all over the place, but the Bucks they'll kill you in transition. So there it is. As we look ahead, tomorrow night down in Atlanta, Careful, Milwaukee. Atlanta can be a trap, but five right now. Michael said four and a half. We are seeing some four and a halves as well. 224 and a half does have the same vibe we had in that net series with the total, where I think the total every game is going to continue to shrink. You know? Yep. It's, it, it, uh, yeah, I mean, look, when, going back to the hockey game, we talked about it on the show yesterday. Every indicator said that game should go over. And Josh made a great point. Game sevens go under. And what the line was five, and it came the the, the it was five, and it was it one nothing yeah. win for the for the Lightning. So you know it's just the climate, it's the temperament, it, it is the situation that is much to do with the under as anything. I do I do have a couple of things here I want to point out, and then I have a question about Philly. I know 
we don't really focus on Philly on this show because we're we're on to Miami. <laughs> we are on to yeah. Miami. We're on to Miami. But well, we have to use them. We have to use them as a as a point of reference for how badly they played in the That's last right. series. If you want to if you want to beat Atlanta, don't follow the Philadelphia methodology. Couple of things. One, looks like Chauncey Billups will be named the next head coach in Portland. But Chauncey has been on everybody's wish list from executive to coach. Uh, he is my favorite basketball player. 04 won a championship with the Pistons. You know, it's interesting about Chauncey, a big time draft pick coming out of Colorado by the Boston Celtics, but he went to Rick Toronto. Patino. He went to Denver. Patino loved him. But he was kind of a journeyman, ended up in Minnesota. Blew up a little bit there, and Joe Dumars, after one solid year, took a chance on him, gave him a nice little contract in free agency, and then he turned into Mr. Big Shot and a potential Hall of Famer with the Pistons. He now, he's obviously assistant under Ty Lue. He's going to take over that Portland job, a point guard, one of the great point guards, dealing with a delicate backcourt there. Yeah, and and look, his the first thing he's got to do is he's got to say to himself, we, if we continue to play defense like we do in Portland, we're never going to beat anybody. We're never going to beat the Lakers. We're never going to beat the Clippers. We're never going to beat Denver. We're never going to beat Phoenix. Like the 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 whole point of Portland this offseason, the point of emphasis for the Trailblazers as they go into the 2022 season is we've got to play, we got to find defenders. We're going to have to play some defense and we're going to have to get better on defense, whether it's in the in the, in, in the paint or on the perimeter. C.J. McCollum is a nice player. He's the, the Cooper Cup of the NBA. A nice <laughs> player, right? But the reality of it, don't defend anybody. And, you know, he's, he, he, you're going to have to make some decisions and you're going to have to make some tough decisions. You've got a piece that is incredible in Lillard. You've got to add to those pieces and you've got to find a way to play defense. Okay, so Ben Simmons is 24 years old. He's number one overall pick. He's immensely talented. Somebody wants him. And I'm guessing multiple teams oh, want him. You know there's a team popped up that – Obviously, we've heard a little about, but they hold the 7th and 14th picks respectively in the forthcoming draft in the end of July. That's the Golden State Warriors, a team that thinks outside the box. They may may be making a push here for Ben Simmons, Michael. Well, I mean, I think that they're smart. I mean, that look, they know he can defend, and they don't need him to score. They got a guy that can score at will. And you know them out there as much as anybody. They love to play five guys that can switch on defense, and Simmons would fit in good. How many dunks do you think Simmons would get if he played for the Warriors? Tons. I mean, it would be incredible. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, you, when you, you know, that's the whole thing about him. Look, I think he's horrible at the free throw line. There was a time in the season he was shooting 70%, you know, and then it just fell apart for him. But, you know, if you got the seventh pick in the draft, would you give up the seventh pick? Now, that's not Maury's style. That's not Maury's style. He, he's not going to want to do that. But, you know, I mean, C.J. McCollum now, he makes $29 million. He's got four years left on his deal. He and Simmons would be a wash if they made that trade. Now, the Sixers would, would, would not improve based on McCollum's defense. Portland would improve. You can say what you want. Portland would improve just defensively by making that move. I can't see Philly doing that. I don't think that benefits Philly. It gives them another score, but it hurts their defense. They still have James Wiseman, that being Golden State. Many differ on his impact or what he potentially can be in that system. 
Uh, but he was number two overall pick. Shows flashes. He really is inexperienced is really the big thing. He got injured last year. Sometimes we'll show those flashes. His inability to kind of catch the ball around. the. I, he, he's, he's a confounding player. I don't know if Philly ultimately would want him to stick him next to Embiid. But uh, he's certainly a piece, I think, with 7-14 and 14 that Golden State Wiseman is going to get creative with. Yeah, I mean, I you know, you, look, Golden State's smart. And like I said yesterday, what are the odds? What are the odds that Golden State has two picks at 7 and 14 that end up being better than one? <laughs> you know, I, I would want to bet against them because they understand who they are. They adhere to the Bill Walsh principle of scouting as they scout inside out. They know exactly what they want. Jordan Poole's a perfect example. Here's a guy that taken the second round. He looks like he could be a star for them, right? Doesn't he look like he could be great for them? Absolutely. You know, and and why? Because he fits exactly who they are. They have defined their team. They know where they are. They're building a team around the point guard. You know, they get Klay Thompson back next year. You know, where are they with Andrew Wiggins, who was really the architect? Andrew Wiggins was the guy, you know, all all said and done. He was the guy the process was built for. That's who they wanted to get in Philadelphia, Andrew Wiggins. Now, they didn't because of, you know, some of the things that happened and the medical, and they ended up with the third pick in the draft. But that was the guy. You know, it's interesting with Ben. He's 24. He'll be 25 July 20th. He's got four years remaining at 147. Do you think it fits him, suits him better to go to a team where it can be his team or in Golden State's perspective where Clay's going to come back, Steph's going to be there, Draymond's a domineering presence where he can kind of learn from them what, what what fits for Simmons for you he's got to go to a team where he's not the lead dog okay he doesn't have enough mental toughness to be the lead dog I mean I think we've seen that he needs to go and shelter he knows the shelter in place I mean he needs to go to a team that would be an ideal team for him play defense play his role get dunks the pressure won't be on him to have to score 25 points a night you know he can do I mean look he scored 40 points against Utah in one game Remember that game when Embiid was out? He had put 40 on them. So, you know, it would fit perfectly for him to blend into a team where he wasn't going to have to be the alpha male. I mean, I think that's what's made Wiggins better for Golden State than anything, right? Don't you think? Absolutely. And I I will still keep screaming this, and I'll be one in a million. The idea of keeping Embiid and building around him is suicide for a franchise. I mean, he's 27. He's not even signing the the Supermax yet. He's going to be injured. I mean, that's just the way it works. I'm not being crass no i mean it's you're taking a huge risk i mean you're taking a huge risk there was an article today in the philadelphia Inquirer where they went back and talked about hanky and maury talking about you know when yao ming got hurt and how they lost their franchise and tracy mcgrady got hurt and i think that that's a conversation that you have to have in philadelphia is are we really going to build everything around this player who can't stay healthy who never gets in shape who's on the ground i mean I promise you, he's on. If, if he played 50 games, he's on the ground over 150 times all year. Somebody gives you a reason to believe they're going to cheat on you. They're probably going to cheat on you. Somebody gives you reason to believe they're always going to be injured. They may always be injured. Again, prisoner of the moment. Embiid has been this year. He was beyond awesome. He was nuclear. Yeah. He was great. But it's the highest. He's never going to get a higher value than right now. But everybody in the league knows it, though. That's right. So it's a tricky spot for Daryl Morey. And Michael Lombardi, he doesn't care. He's on to Miami. I'm a heat guy. I'm a heat guy. Everybody knows it. We're on to L.A. Yeah. next.
We'll get Michael's handicap on Suns Clippers, and we'll come back to Josh Applebaum after that here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Horse racing fans, first bet. It's the place for you with wagering on races at over 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks. It's the easiest way to bet on your favorite sports, secure payments, attentive customer service. You get a reliable website, all brought to you by ExpressBet. You can sign up now. You see it right there using the promo code VEGAS100, and you receive up to $100 deposit match. All right? We've got all our horse racing information easy to find at vcin.com slash horses. That's vcin.com slash horses. As we welcome you back 
do you have Michael Lombardi, of course, I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Do you have, you, you were all over game three as the Clippers returned. They were in a great spot, 0-2 deficit, obviously, which is where they like to be. So you said, I like the Clippers and I like the under, both cashed. Do you have an early read on this one? We'll set up the number and the total, but what's your early vibe on this game? Yeah, no, I think it, I'm going to go keep continuing with the Clippers. I, I, I think that, you know, they got a tremendous game out of, out of Zubak in terms of 15 yep. points, 16 rebounds. You know, they were able to keep him on the floor, didn't have any fouls in the game, and they've played in two consecutive games. They've played really good defense on Devin Booker. And then when you add Chris Paul, you know, play last game, and Paul had to play more minutes than he probably should have, partly because Cameron Payne had the ankle injury. Now, Payne's listed as probable. Payne didn't play enough in that game. Payne was really good in game two, really good Great. in game two. You know, and so I, I think there's a little bit of that. I like the under again because I do think pace is important for the Clippers to play. I think there's a sense of confidence in that arena. Look, we've played three games, and you could argue really strongly that the Clippers should have won two of the three games. George Absolutely. makes the three throws, the inbound. So I think I'm going to lean towards the Clippers just because I think home and I think all their, you know, Reggie Jackson's on a, on extremely high pace. Uh, and, you know, there are some rumors swirling around the NBA that Leonard will be back. I don't know if that's true or not. No one knows. What do you mean back but, in his back in the suite? <laughs> I'm sure he's going to be back back in the suite. I heard somebody say that he doesn't like to be on the bench when he's injured, you know, that he likes to be in a suite regardless. Okay, no worries. I guess they couldn't sell that suite. How was that suite empty? How'd they have an extra suite? <laughs> I don't know. How, does Kawhi have pull there? I mean, seriously, how do you just throw paying customers out? I mean, you <laughs> missed, you know. And campaign know. And, and, and paying in game two with the 28 points, that's the reason they won the game. I mean, that was a no heartbreaking no loss for the Clippers. So you do like it coming back, the Clippers picking up a big win by what? They won by 12 or whatever it was in game three. I shouldn't say whatever it was. The numbers do matter. Now, what do you think the last two games averages have been as far as scoring? So 218 and a half is the total. The last two games have averaged what? Uh, I'm going to say what? 205, 206, 202 and a half. So, yeah. you know, again, they, the numbers, it's like, of course we expect better scoring. Cause you and I both agreed that the Suns had great looks and just missed them, but 202 and a half up to 219. If you're going to go over, that's a, that's quite an adjustment. Yeah, and I, and I think, look, we know Booker and Paul combined for 10 for 40 from the floor, I think. So people are going to say, well, they're not going to shoot that poorly again, and that's going to, you know. But, look, we, we saw it go under when Payne scored 29. Like, Paul's not going to score more than 29. So, you know, I think it's the pace of the game. I think the slow tempo of the game. I think the Clippers want that. It favors them a little bit. You know, Morris was, was limited in the last game because of his knee, which kept him, you know, out, really not a effectively on the floor for what he needed to be. And like I said, Zubox, 15.16 rebounds. You know, he's plus 28 on the court, and he had no fouls. I mean, he, they get that kind They need him to play at that level. Yeah, 14-point win, to correct myself, for the Clippers in Game 2. Lost Games 1 and 2, the Clippers combined 7 points, where they should have won with the, I guess they're calling it the valley-oop in Game 2. Um, <laughs> the valley-oop, the, the Phoenix series price now. Phoenix is... A $5 favorite, minus five. The Clippers coming back the other way, plus 375. Look, if history repeats itself, that plus 375 is a good price, huh? 
It is a good price. I think, you know, and if you have faith that Leonard is going to come back, that's a really good that's price. Huge. I mean, this is the one. I think this is this is the last stand game for the Suns because they need this one. If they can get this to 3 to 1, without Leonard, if they can win this game, I mean, this is the one they have to go all in on because if they can get this one, they go back home. And maybe we see Leonard. I don't know. I mean, he's listed on the injury report as out. Maybe we see him. They're calling it a sprain. All sprains are tears. It's just the degree of a tear. You know, I'm not a doctor here, Patrick, but all sprains are tears. PhD Lombardi. Did you say minus 425? Okay, so it has been adjusted. Minus 425. Maybe the news of what you just mentioned, Leonard potentially coming back, is on the eyes or the minds of the bookmakers. We come back, Josh Applebaum. What's Josh getting into today? We'll find out right here on the Lombardi line. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. NHL NBA playoffs, they're here. Andy McNeil is our VSEN hockey expert, does a great job. Senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel, equally great with the hoops. Our experts, our entire team, they got you covered. Now's the time to cash in on the postseason. The best time to bet. Get your start, start your 10-day free trial right now. VSEN.com slash subscribe. As a note, remember you can find this show, every show. Follow the money and, and, of course, Josh Applebaum's Market Insights at vcin.com slash podcast. Everything we do is for free up there, so you can take it with you on your walks, take it with you in the car. Feel free. As we welcome you back, I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Michael Lombardi. I, I wonder if you'll like this for Josh. So this is, this is fun. JJ and I were talking during the break, trying to figure out who Josh reminded us of, Michael, before we say hi to Josh. And we said he's kind of like the Tim Tebow a VEASAN, if he, like Tim Tebow, if Tim Debo was a gambler, the, it, that's Josh, right? Positivity, always in a great mood, but Tim Tebow's kind of a teetotaler, so it doesn't really add up, but he's like the Tim Tebow of gambling. Yeah, always says hello, always very kind, even if he has a bad day. Nothing deters him, no. you know, nothing deters him. Steam, even though if we eliminate steam, he's still happy. <laughs> well, that, that might make, make him short circuit with the steam. Uh, but as we welcome him in, equally handsome, Josh Applebaum, do you like the comparison, the Tim Tebow of sports betting? Patrick, Michael, great to be with you. I'll take it, Patrick. Is it, hey, hopefully I can throw the ball a little bit better, but a couple national championships. You know, took a shot in the major leagues. Didn't work out for me that great, but maybe I'll play tight end for the Jags. Who knows, Patrick? Well, you did a He's great... not playing tight end for the Jags, Josh. He's going to get cut. I can promise you that. So, wait, what is – now you just – now you did this, and we'll get the market update. What, what, what is the point of the Tebow experience right now? Experiment. No. I mean, I, Urban Meyer came out and said he does, there's no guarantee he can make the team. Really? I mean, he's going to be <laughs> – what's he going to be, the third-string tight end? Is he going to go cover punts and kicks? Like, what, what spe are you dressing them for the game? You're going to guarantee – see, this is what fans don't understand. You know, if you're not the starting tight end or the backup tight end, then you've got to be really good in the kicking game. You've got to play all four special teams, punt, punt return, kickoff, kickoff return. Okay, you, you can get off on, on extra point and field goals and all that stuff. All right? 
So you've got to play those four teams. You've got to be able to be really good in those four teams. And you've got to be so good that we'll dress you in the 46. Because if I keep you on the 53 as a, as a luxury item, I guarantee your salary for the entire season and I lose flexibility whether I can move off you. So the question you asked before you signed Tebow is, can we dress him? Can he, in fact, become a player we would dress on Sunday? And the answer is, to me, a resounding no. I don't care how many people send me messages saying I'm not being fair to God's gift to football players, to God's gift to baseball players. It's just reality. Nobody wants to hear the reality. Yeah, he won two national championships at at Florida. Great. Great career. Enjoy the Heisman. He refused to change. The personality that he personifies isn't exactly the one that's in that locker room. So stop the nonsense. He's not going to make the team. And Josh, it's an unfair comparison because you're going to make our team. Yeah, you are. It's weird. I, you know, it rained down in Jacksonville during OTAs, and he was carrying over this bridge two footballs, two ferrets, two dogs, two cats. Tebow can do everything. Oh, yeah. He can do everything. He can do it all. I mean, don't say a bad word. I, I mean, you think no. you say a bad word about, about Tua. You say a bad word about Tebow. They'll come after you from all over. Oh, yeah. Especially up Look at top. him. I mean, you know, it's like he's self indulgent. Like, he had a baseball career like how did he have that like it's it's tim's world we're just living in it like seriously yeah it's josh's world and we're trying to hang out as well but both of you were hot yesterday on the show michael's i don't think michael's missed an under for two and a half weeks uh but of course the bucks do cover josh good job there josh was big on tampa bay the lightning win as well what is there a teachable moment from that hawks bucks game last night josh I think there is Patrick Michael. So, you know, and again, you talk about kind of what you look for across the market as a market-based better. Remember, it, you, we all strive to be professional betters. Do we all get there? No, but if you really want to be a pro better, you got to learn to set your own power ratings, your own lines, and compare what you have to what the odds makers are throwing out there. And if you see a discrepancy, you get down hard. But not all of us can do that. We're not all as smart enough to do that or the experience or the data or all that. So my style of betting is looking at the market, Patrick. And really, you know, the Bucks were a blueprint example of what I always look for. Remember, we always joke about on the show, you know, Des Moines, Hazmat, Coke machines, all that. I like it when there's a gross, disgusting dog that on the surface looks like they have no shot. But once a dog becomes very, very popular, they become very trendy. And something someone told me a long time ago is, you know, trendy dogs, you know, and Mark Cuban made this, you know, uh, you know, pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. Trendy dogs typically go to the woodshed here, guys, because when a, when a dog becomes so popular, they become overvalued. But the key here yesterday, not only the fact that the Hawks were so popular, they're getting about 75% of spread bets. And again, in the playoffs and just in general, you know, you walk into a bar, everyone's got a Trey Young jersey and a ticket with the points in the Hawks. Here's the key. Number one, you're, you were contrarian with the Bucks last night. What you really liked about the Bucks is the line kept moving in their favor, even though the Hawks were the popular play. Because remember, Michael Patrick, that thing opened Bucks minus seven and a half got up to eight and we said, wow, sharp money on the bucks. But the key move in that game was the fact that it got up to eight and a half, because a lot of times you'll see buyback just on principle, Patrick saying, Hey, eight and a half, you know, eight, you know, there's some value there. I'll take the Hawks. They're coming off a win. But Michael, when we saw that thing get to eight and a half and we talked on the show yesterday, seven and a half, eight to me, that was the biggest indicator that everyone's betting the Hawks yet. The line kept going to the Bucks, there was no adjustment. So that reverse line move toward the Bucks ended up coming through. And then also that under that you called, Michael, two, uh, 226 and a half, down to around 225 and a half. But really the key was going to eight and a half, Michael. That told me that start to finish, the Bucks were the, the fade the trendy dog, sharp contrarian play. 
Yeah, you know, for me, I didn't like the game in terms of the number. I was, you know, I'm always worried about maybe this is recency bias based on the way they came back against Philly. I'm always worried about Atlanta getting hot and shooting well, you know, and, and even in the game where Philly blew them out in game two, they made a run in that game. And, and so I'm a little, I was concerned. I love the under. That, to me, was the play. I thought of the night. I thought you should go with the under. And look, you know, people bet Milwaukee that's a great thing, and there's a lot of money. I mean, Thomas Gable has got a lot of money. You know, he's he's got some liability with Milwaukee. And after game one, it didn't look so bad. But after today, he's got to be sitting there saying, well, wait a minute, this could really be a problem for me. And we use, remember, you could have got seven and a half, eight, and then eight and a half. So if you're laying the eight and a half, you're not getting the best of it. But we use the Trey Young, it, 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 almost in comparison to what you're talking about with Simmons, Michael, d- don't buy high. So 45 and a half after 66 combined points, rebounds, and assists in game one for Trey Young. They set the number at 45 and a half. As Michael mentioned, Josh, he, he, he scored 20 combined. He had more turnovers than mostly anything. So you have to be careful going those props based off of recency, what just happened with a hot player. Always be careful because they're going to be shaded a little bit higher. We're coming back, boys. We're just getting started here on the Lombardi line. I know Josh's got a couple of props tonight. John Ewing just sent over the splits for the Clippers and Suns, I will say completely down the middle. So we'll find out where the boys stand as we continue along here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM on a Saturday. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Clipper Suns tonight, if they hit a three-pointer, you're a new customer over at BetMGM, you're going to win $100. All you have to do is bet $1 to win $100. Sign up, use the bonus code VSIN100, V-S-I-N-100, to bet $1 to win $100. Clippers or Suns hit a three. Visit BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. Uh, if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Let me get my little sheet here. 1-800-2707-117 for help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Tennessee, call or text Redline 800-889-9789. Indiana, it's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Okay, so we do welcome you back. Uh, Michael Lombardi, of course, hanging out in Jersey, trying to dodge Berm Fest for the morning because it's about to be, <laughs> about to be lit tonight. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just uh, no, like I no, texted no, you yesterday. No, not lit. Like I texted you yesterday. I don't even know if I could hang. I just think about the months ahead of Bill, Bill Berman <sighs> with parties. Now, wherever you sent the picture from yesterday, that looked like the nicest spot in America. Where was that? That's the back of my house. That's the back of the house. That's the back of my house. That's the, the backyard of facing up. Oh, that no, that was the yacht club. That was the Ocean City Yacht Club. That was uh, on the uh, right on the bay, on the on the intercoastal waterway, where you know you kind of can go over and sit on the on the deck, have a little bite to eat. Millie and I went there last night. It's really kind of nice. I'm going to send this over to JJ right now. We'll we'll go out. With you're you're really nice. You're welcome to come at any time. I mean, you oh, would I love to have that. you. I appreciate. I got to bring Jeezy with me. Josh, now. you too. I mean, Josh has visited the great uh, Jersey Shore. <laughs> my man Ken. He's a, my man Ken. Ken knows Jersey better than anybody. I mean, Ken is truly a uh, you know a, an ocean, a, a native back here. He's been on the boardwalk. He's he's had Valtacos. He's had sack of subs. I mean, he's done it all yeah, here. Ken, Ken's Ken, the man. Ken is our lead engineer here at Vison, and I like to think of you and Ken as the odd couple, like stepbrothers. <laughs> no doubt, that is quite the odd couple, which is uh, fascinating. No doubt, Ken can fix anything, and I can't fix anything, and if so you, we work perfectly together. If you he can, has two pencils in his shoulder sleeve, <laughs> I don't have any. And that just tells you he knows how to fix stuff. I don't. I, I know how to phone call people. I wish my cell phone. That's all I need. If you if Ken saw a broken down car on the side of the road and you handed him a piece of no, gum and a paper it. clip, he would he would fix it. Me, I, I, I have a whiteboard here. I, I don't have the one that Lily uses, but I have a whiteboard on my wall here in the office. You know, and and. I've had it had at the other office, and I write myself notes on it and do that, put the book up there. But So Ken put it up on the wall for me. I mean, he literally went to the <laughs> hardware store, drilled the whole thing, got it up there for me, love him to death, Which, right? And then he's getting ready to leave. He's getting ready to leave. He says, you know, it looks a little crooked. I said, Ken, are you kidding me? It's perfect. Leave it alone. Just yeah, let we, it stay. We would Look. never even think about throwing it up there because our brains don't work that way. And then when it's up there, you're like, oh, my gosh, it's like a marvel of science, right? 
Yeah, no, he said, I need to find a, I need to get the metal stud finder. So I'm like, what? Like, I'm telling you, an episode of Lost <laughs> would be me and Home Depot. <laughs> Uh, okay, Josh, uh, John Ewing over at BetMGM, reverse line movement. Now, Steam, we're getting rid of September 1st, uh, but that's, that is, done. that's yeah. a Michael Lombardi edict. <laughs> but there is some reverse line movement to discuss and maybe a teaching moment today, Suns and Clippers, because the Suns opened one and a half, it's down to one, yet over at BetMGM, spread tickets 58% on the Suns, handle 62% on the Suns, yet the numbers come in the Clippers' way. Exactly, Patrick. You read that perfectly. So, Michael, I'm with you. I heard your breakdown in the previous segment. I think the Clippers have value today. So, number one, let's look at the series price. Remember when the Suns got up 2-0? They got all the way up to minus 800 to win the series. They're now down to minus 500, 83% implied probability. You think the Clips can come back? They're plus 375 on the series price here. But, guys, to me, there's two things going on. Number one, Patrick, as you mentioned, let's just look at the data. You have a little more than half the tickets, almost 60% of the bets from BetMGM on the Suns. I think the, the thought process here is it's a short number. You know, Chris Paul and Booker didn't play in that uh, play very well in that previous game. Suns are a great team. They got to bounce back laying the short number, get back on track and win. However, as you mentioned, Patrick, majority bets are on the Suns, yet the Suns open minus one and a half. A lot of these books are down to one. I see some shops, Patrick, Michael, that make creep down to a pick em. That's something to keep an eye on. You know, game's 9 o'clock tonight. If you start to see this thing get down to a pick em, I don't know if it'll hop the fence and go to Clippers minus one, but the whole point here, Patrick, as you mentioned, if the Suns are the popular play and they open one and a half, why haven't they gone up to minus two, minus two and a half? They've actually fallen to the Clippers. Tells me smart money on the Clippers here. And Michael, to me, this is all about the situation. This is a crazy stat and a recurring theme here for the Clippers. In games one and two in the playoffs, Michael, they're 0-6. They haven't won a single game in games three through seven. They're nine and one. So I think this speaks to kind of the bounce back factor coming back home. Uh, and again, you've seen this movement toward the Clippers despite heavy betting on the Suns. So, Michael, I'm going Clippers here. You know, you would have loved to get the one and a half in the hook. Now you can get a one. It's up to you as a better. Would you rather go money line, get a shorter number? Uh, you know, to me, I go I go money line at this point. You know, you're getting a better spot because you missed the one and a half. Also money to the under, Michael. A lot of these books were 220 down to 218, 218 and a half. What do you think? Is this a good spot to buy low on the Clippers once again at home? I, I do. I like the Clippers. I think this has got to be Phoenix's moment where they take advantage of it. I think everybody feels that way. You know, everybody gets the sense that Phoenix is the far superior team. I'm not sure of that. I think when when the Clippers left Phoenix, they felt very comfortable with where they were. You know, they lost a game that they gave away. The, I don't think Phoenix won it. I think the Clippers gave it away, you know, in bad inbounds defense. You know, George misses two shots that he should have made. And as for the under, I think if, if the, the, the total has gone under in the last five games. And if we, you expand that to the last 10, the average of those last 10 has been 218.1 which is right where the number is. So I think that's what the book's telling you. The book's saying, hey, the last 10 games, but I think the pace of this game has to be slower. And you would think that would favor Phoenix because in a half-court set, you know, they can get Chris Paul, penetrate, dish to Booker, dish to Ayton, you know, make shots. I think it really favors the Clippers because it gives them an advantage to utilize their skill, hit those open threes like they did, and they shoot well at home. I think your point about the, the games three and four, how well they shoot at home, I think that's going to carry over. Okay, total over at BetMGM. Ticket count 52% on the over. Handle, remember, there's a distinction between ticket and handle. Handle's the full pool of money, and tickets are the full pool of tickets. The handle, 64% on the over. 
uh, tonight, Suns Clippers. So everything's going the other way because again, open 219 and a half down to 218 and a half, reverse there. Uh, by the way, the Suns 12 and four their last 16, following a straight up loss ATS. So they do rebound, no pun intended. Josh, I know you got a couple yeah. of props here. Why don't we start with one? We'll save some because we got you for a half hour next uh, next hour as well. Yeah, so guys, uh, one prop that we've been hammering on Lombardi line that has just been unbelievable is these Reggie Jackson over three-pointers. So Reggie Jackson, he did it again last time. And what we've seen is over the last uh, 14 of the 16 games in the playoffs, he's gone over that two-and-a-half three-pointers. So he's really cashed this one each time. You know, last game you had to sweat a bit. He needed a three late to cash that over for you. But, Michael, I think we may have missed the boat on Reggie Jackson now. The odds makers have adjusted. Reggie Jackson's uh, three-pointer over-under is now three-and-a-half. It was two-and-a-half. So this thing is rising. You may not be getting the best of it anymore. So I'm looking to another player here to maybe take advantage of. And I know it's chalky, but I'm looking at Paul George, Michael. His over-under is two-and-a-half. The over is minus 160. I like to look at the, the juice on these props. You know, Paul George is one of the only players where his three-point over is juiced up to the over. A lot of these are even or maybe to the under. Paul George has gone over that two and a half, six of his last nine, two of three in this series. So what do you think, Michael? You know, with this Jackson number going up, would you look to maybe uh, Paul George here over two and a half threes? Look, I, I'm not scared of the Jackson three and a half. I'm really not. I mean, if they're going to win, he's got to make them. I mean, he's going to get them. There's no doubt he's going to get the shots. He's just got to make them. It's the same thing with Terrence Mann. They're going to get open looks. They got to make them. And I'm with you on Paul George. I think he's got to make them too. This is what the Clippers do well. They shoot from the three-point line. This is who they are. And, and they're going to get good looks. And they do it well from home. I wouldn't be scared of it. I really wouldn't. Because they shoot so well at home that you got to feel comfortable with it. And look, this is a classic game. I'm looking at the numbers on my board, Josh. I, I think this is a classic game. Now, there's only 6,300 tickets been written up on this game so far on my boards, and that that that's got some offshore markets. It's got see, it's got some of the other casinos, but there's only 6,300. But of those 6,300, 55% of the money is of the tickets written are on the Clippers. 45% are on the Suns. Yet 83% of the money is on the Suns. So low ticket count, high number. You would be the only guy in the bar. You would be, this yeah, is a contrarian play as goes. much as anything, yep. Josh. Unbelievable. I mean, it's got to be for you because if it stays here, now it's early. We know it's early. It's it's almost 11 o'clock here on the, on the East Coast. But to me, this is one of those games where people are thinking, okay, Phoenix is going to really turn it on. And yeah, I know Booker's going to play better. I don't doubt that for a moment. I think he'll shoot the ball better. And yes, Paul will probably have his energy back. Back, he'll have a little bit more conditioning. But how serious is Payne's injury? You know, and, and is yep. Paul 100%? And Booker's bothered by that face mask, whatever he says. So I'm not sure we've given enough credibility to the Suns being healthy either. Yeah, the Suns are hopeful, I guess is the way they've been putting it. They'll have campaign for game four, but he's been a breakout star. And this is, it, it really, Josh, did you have a reaction quickly to the opener tomorrow night in Atlanta, which Michael nailed? All, actually, you know what? I was seeing a couple of fives. It's all the way down. It's now four and a couple of three and a halfs are popping up. Yeah, I was excited to update you guys on this line because you were right, Michael. Your instincts were spot on. I think you nailed that opener, four and a half, five. But it's funny, you know, when we see these lines drop, you know, immediately I look for any movement because that tells me wise guys who set their own numbers, they may see an outlier. So what we are seeing right now, guys, is movement toward the Hawks. Now, take it with a grain of salt. It's very early. We got to wait until tomorrow, you know, see how this thing develops. But I think the thought process is anytime a team blows out a team like the Bucks did last night, 
you know, it's kind of an automatic recency bias play to back that team once again. But now we see this, you know, you know, going home, coming back home to Atlanta, you know, the Bucks open, as you mentioned, Patrick, four and a half, five, they're now down to four. You know, some shops are, are kind of like maybe even flirting with a three and a half here. So this initial movement hasn't been toward the Bucks you know, moving up to five, five and a half, six, it's coming down to Atlanta. So something to monitor here, but you may have a buy low spot on Atlanta at home as a rare home dog where the public's going to say, you know, the book, the, you know, the bucks just rolled short number lay with the bucks, but it looks like early money Atlanta here, guys. You want to hang out with Michael Lombardi and Millie on a Friday night? Well, I would pack, love to pack your sunglasses <laughs> because look at that view. My goodness. That's the Ooh. life right there. Where is that, Michael? Yeah. That's the Yacht Club at Ocean City. Mm, mm, mm. Must Not be. Bad. It's a good life. <laughs> Take a lot of that I don't to kill have a you. Yacht. I don't have a boat. I don't even know how to go on a boat. Call Berman. We're coming back with the AFC yeah, West go. here on the Lombardi line. <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.